It's what we do, baby! This is Race Wars. Race Wars. I have the power! Yeah! How's it feel? With Kurt Metzger. You're out of your fucking mind, dude. And Sherrod Small. Settle down, bitch. Race Wars. Um, love from the Race Wars, baby. Race Wars back in the building. Not in the building. I'm beaching, but, you know, it's no <laughs> shit. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, we, uh, Karen, Karen, what you been up to for the last week? Well, uh, I do, I started doing stand-up again. I did my first sets back in five months, and that felt... Inside the building somewhere? No, so it was at the stand. Um, they reached out, and they were like, you want to do some spots? And I hosted, and it was so cool. They have, uh, oh, I'm not supposed to say this. (laughs) It wasn't the stand. It was another place. Um, (laughs) uh, no, I, I, this is a secret. Uh, it wasn't the stand. It was, an okay. unnamed, it was an unnamed anonymous place, not the stand. Um, it was somewhere else. And it was an outdoor show. And it was so much fun. I did my first set back was a hosting set. And oh my God, it was so, everybody, by the way, like the audiences are so chill right now like everyone's just here to they they want you they want you <laughs> like there's yeah. that, like there's not an us versus them like audience thing like everyone is so together and it felt so good the hang was so good it feels like comedy has cleared out <laughs> you know and like the people who are left are just like grandfathered in and it just felt amazing to be back and i did another set after that the hang was amazing and i just really really missed it so I'm glad it was outside. I did go by. I didn't perform anywhere since, uh, like, live since um, March. But uh, wow. I did go by Ryan's show. Ryan Reese had a show here in Long, uh, Long Beach uh, yesterday. Yeah. Jessica Kirsten was on it. And uh-huh. and uh, okay. uh, Allie Green uh-huh. and uh, Drew Frazier. It was a good show. They did it at the, the place, uh, Anchors, that used to be like a junction here on uh, right across from the train. So I, I rode my bike over there. It was nice. I didn't really want to go inside, so I, I really chilled by the front door. Yeah, that's I ain't thing. risking shit. No, I don't want to go inside. I would, like, that's what we were talking about. That's they had an inside show. Like, this was in the building. I was yeah, like, I don't, I don't know about all I don't that. Know. I don't know. Like, I don't, like, I don't know about you, Sarah, but, like, I'm just not in a huge rush to be inside with people. Like, it's one thing to be outside and everybody freaks out and there's fresh air and whatever. And yeah, it's a little weird. It's like unorthodox, but a show's a show. Everybody's switching out mics and cleaning them. Like, that felt fine. But inside, like, to have these COVID walls just pressing in on you and pushing people's COVID on you <laughs> that are sitting in that ain't right. Not right. Like, look, we're going to do this for another year. I had a doctor's appointment. Um, on Skype, and it was just like a follow-up appointment. Really healthy, thank you. Um, yeah. And we had the appointment at the end. I was like, listen, like you're a doctor, so you have some like maybe some like inside doctor knowledge, right, about what this is. And like they're saying we're gonna have a vaccine in September, October, and he was like, no, <laughs> no, we're not gonna have a vaccine first quarter next year and maybe this time next year most people will be vaccinated but like no this is gonna be a year sarah you sweet princess what you been up to you look fine as shit by the way uh, thank you <laughs> i've just been focusing on my only fans and i've done a few paid shoots while i've been in pittsburgh um i haven't been back to new york city in about five months yeah wow. new, york's not, new york's not ready like i would just wait well, I've been going oh, places. I went to Ohio once for paid shoots, and mm-hmm. I've also been going to the gym pretty often. Good. 
There you go. Now, where are you? I did see some of your, your gym footage. You had like an upskirt on one of those machines. You took an upskirt. <laughs> I know. I, I said that's how you work out. That shows these sweats that like my vagina just eats. And I think it's really sexy. <laughs> I'm taking videos at the gym like that. <laughs> Sarah, now in- if I wanted to buy that outfit you have on right now, what would you accept? <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's not that expensive. I got it off Mandy. Okay. And uh, friend prices are where it's at. (laughs) (laughs) Now, where are you? You in Pennsylvania, Sarah? Yeah, I'm in Pittsburgh. Oh, and you were born and raised in Pittsburgh? No, I've been born in Boston. I spent most of my life out there. You spent most of your life out in Pittsburgh? No, in Boston. In Boston? so (laughs) three years ago. Why did you move to Pittsburgh? Did you lose a bet? (laughs) (laughs) no i actually met someone out here and Uh, what happened was when we broke up we decided that we would just be roommates because we were already living together so it was just easier to do that and um then he actually moved back to his hometown so i lived there for a little while up until the lease was up and then i got my own apartment here wait who did you meet out in pittsburgh he was actually a photographer and we used to take photos together all the time. I mean, not together, like he was behind the camera. And right, he's right, really right. Good. <laughs> now, how's your boyfriend? You're still with your boyfriend, right? Yeah, I haven't seen him in a long time. It's been five <laughs> That's months. That's the best relationship. <laughs> <laughs> Where is he? So he's in New York? Yeah, so when all of this first happened, we've been very nervous about you know, just going back and forth. He's only been here once to Pittsburgh. He hates it here. (laughs) I like it here. I don't really mind it. Um, But I'm excited to go back to New York City in three weeks, so. Okay, you're going back in three weeks. So he's been in New York the whole time. Yeah. um, Except for one visit. What? He's been in New York uh, the whole time except for the one time he came to saw you? No, his um, visit here was actually about a year ago. So he's only been to Pittsburgh once, and I'm always going out there because he hates it here. Oh. Oh, yeah. okay, now I get it. Yeah, when the and lockdown you haven't first seen happened, him. Since, since uh. the lockdown. Um, so, yeah, when it first happened, I was really scared about just going out to the grocery store. Yeah. I would always wear the mask and stuff, but mm-hmm. now I kind of feel like a little bit more relaxed like I know okay. it's not I know it's serious like I always wear my mask anytime it's required or anytime I go into a building and stuff but I'm not paranoid about it right now people in Pittsburgh being serious about it you see a lot of people wearing a mask and uh trying to distance well I get annoyed when I go into a building and I see somebody not wearing a mask I can't believe people do that. Like, I understand if you're outside and away from people, but in a building, you should be shot. Yeah, <laughs> rocking your mask in the building. Yeah, you I've know, I've so- actually unfriended so many people on Facebook because they're talking about how they don't want to wear the mask, and it's just stupid and annoying. Even if you feel that way, you don't have to write about it publicly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, keep your dumb thoughts to yourself, stupid. <laughs> It's like I don't always like to wear a seatbelt, but I ain't going to be a shouting it out in the world. Oh. <laughs> I just get in the car and I don't put it on. <laughs> <laughs> 
So do you think, so how is this affecting uh, your business? Like the OnlyFans stuff, is, is it uh, giving you more business because everybody's in the house looking at this? <laughs> well, I know I I've been know. jerking off uh, way more than what? I usually do, quarantine jerking. <laughs> what? My, my jerking is on the ride since the quarantine. I do two oh. hands, I use a foot. <laughs> so how's that affecting your business? <laughs> I haven't really noticed a huge spike. I mean, right. I've had some photographers come here to take my photo, and so I don't really feel like that's slowed down. It's about the same. It's about the same. Yeah. Now, now, how do you feel about being locked? Because when shit first started, most people wasn't even leaving, leaving the house for anything. Uh, you home up long? When the uh, when this whole virus thing first started, a lot of people got in the house and was didn't leave the house for anything unless it was just groceries, whatever. Uh, do you find yourself going out now from like a walk and shit like that? Oh, I go out every day now. I always go to get coffee every day. <laughs> right and now, coffee's I, inside, I right? The gym a lot. Well, I don't sit inside, but most places here in Pittsburgh aren't open for dining. Mm-hmm. It's weird that they got the gyms open, though, right? Right? Like, the gyms are open, but you can't sit down in a restaurant. You can sweat over somebody while you spot them with 350 but you can't pass them a fork in a restaurant? <laughs> but gyms are so scary, because everybody is, like, breathing so hard and respirating all over everybody. Yeah. It's, like, a very... And it's very like they don't have windows just open at the end, like you know what I mean? It's like a very enclosed, breathy space. Yeah, it's pretty crowded a lot too. Wow. How do you feel about that? That's a hot spot. Do you feel safe? Well, I wear the mask. Yeah. I felt like it was important for me to be going on a regular basis because when I've been quarantining, I felt like I gained five pounds. I felt oh, like poor I baby. What? Poor, poor baby. A whole <laughs> five pounds, did you? <laughs> uh, other women want to stab you for saying that. <laughs> they going through the quarantine 15, goddammit. <laughs> oh, my God. Everybody's gotten so fat. <laughs> Everybody's gotten fat. Yeah, and if I know you personally and you're listening, not you, you're perfect, but everybody else... <laughs> Everybody's gotten so big, and like I say, I have a disease, so I'm not gonna get fat ever. <laughs> but <laughs> I know it's been like rough out there. Like everybody's looking at him so hard. I just feel like in New York, it would be a nightmare. What is that extra noise, Karen? I hear that on your. Oh jeez. You hear that? Anything? Oh. I heard it on mine too just now. I really don't know. Something's echoing. Turn the volume down on your thing. The audio is playing so hard. Yeah, turn it down a little. Is that any different? That should be I don't know, guys. I hope I'm just going to recall for a while. <laughs> Do you hear that, though, Sarah? Do you hear something in the thing? A little bit. Yeah. Like staticky? Right. Okay, that's I'm better. Yeah. This later. Don't worry, listeners. That's better. <laughs> I'll get to the bottom of it. I know I didn't last week, but that's because there's been a pandemic. <laughs> I, I can't believe people are still like just going into buildings. I just don't like. Why you haven't? 
Nah, man. I ain't even fucking with that. Though I, I went to a, inside like that building last night where they had that show, but I just stayed right by the door and was fans blowing this way over me. So I had a table under the fans and all the fans <laughs> blowing that way away. <laughs> but you traveled to California, so how did you feel? No, on no, the I'm way in Long there? Island. I'm in Long Island, Long Beach. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm here. So it's still beach, but it ain't no fucking plane involved. Did you drive? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. It's perfect. I was in and a where are you now? I'm I'm in Long Beach, Long Island. I'm right in the backyard of uh, my boy's crib. Got to myself. Oh, so nice. were you nervous going to your friend's house? No, because right before that, I was in uh, Connecticut on the lake for four months. And I was away from everybody. I was, when I was in the lake, I was away from everybody. It was dope. I was nervous when I first came back to New York and I saw people again. That was a little uh, nerve-wracking. But then y'all did see people in New York wearing masks and stuff like that, so I felt safe about that. I was in the Hamptons, too, for a week. And the Hamptons seemed like they was less about the mask. Yeah, I think that's why rich people go there, so they can be exempt from masks. People well, in the are, like, I feel like 90% of people are masked up. Yeah. It actually, like, yeah. touches my heart when I see it. Because people in New York are like, I do what I want, but everyone's actually doing it. Your sound stinks. <laughs> but yeah, around the country, you still see people. You see Herman Cain just died. He was at that Tulsa rally. Oh, my God. Uh, took a famous picture with all those black people around him. Uh, nobody wearing a mask. And now he dead. That's, that's so fucking crazy. Because it's like people, I guess, here in New York, it feels like it's dying down. Because we're on the curve. And Forgot. Your microphone sounds like you're falling down a flight of stairs. Listen, I disabled the mic, so I don't know what's happening, guys. Okay. But I definitely see that. Uh, I saw that Texas is taking a step back. Florida, California, taking a step back. I can't believe that the gyms in Pittsburgh are open. Did they ever close? Did they? Uh, yeah, they closed. Everything was closed for a while. And like hair salons and stuff like that open too now in Pittsburgh? Yeah, they're open. Why? Wow, I just don't I just got my nails done. You just what? I just got my nails done. You just got was, your nails done? Yeah, the nail wow. salons are open. And it was Korean. It was... <laughs> you would think the places with the Asians be the last place open. I'm just being, you know, race wars. <laughs> 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 you would think that uh, uh, nothing personal, but it's personal. <laughs> so you just got your nails. How was that? Was it people packed in there? Everybody wearing a mask when you went to the salon? Salon? Yeah, everybody was wearing a mask. I think they're required to. Right. Right. I'm talking about like the, what about even the people getting their nails done? They have their masks on? I have my mask on. I don't know. I don't look at other people getting their nails done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, y'all all about yourselves, you bitches. I did see uh, somebody told me they went to a barber, a barber shop, and he's like, the barber, you have your mask on? Then he moved the mask to the side to shave this part and move it over here to shave. I'm like, yeah, that's, that's not... Good, right? Just make out. It's less risky. It just seems like it's just people taking a lot of rest for a little reward. When you can just be patient and just try to get past this shit. Okay, 
because you know. I can't hear you. Yeah, Karen, we can't hear you now. Hold on. Hold on. Your sound is your sound's acting up. Tell your boyfriend you need a new computer. You know what you gotta do for it. You gotta shuck shot. <laughs> oh my god, can you hear me now? I was laughing at my own joke and knocked my oh. phone out of my hand. <laughs> Testing, testing. My upside down. Oh, that's upside down. Why is my picture upside down? That's better. Hello. Damn, that's a good shot, uh, Sarah. What? <laughs> it seems like all your shots are up skirts. <laughs> Lord have mercy. <laughs> Just as fine as you. Lord, hey, holy Jesus. Can you hear me? <laughs> yeah, I can oh, hear I'm you. Oh, I'm sorry, Karen. I forgot all about you. <laughs> <sighs> oh, my God. Is it better now? You can... It sounds uh, better? What's going on? I tried to adjust the setting so it suppressed echoes, but then it suppressed me, and that was insulting. <laughs> you. Let's get back to Sarah's, uh, her shots. <laughs> you done grown up, goddammit. This girl done grown up. <laughs> Sarah's is very OnlyFans of you. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I can really watch this all day. <laughs> is this what you do on OnlyFans? Like, how does an OnlyFans work? Well, I post up nudes on mine. And if they want to see me doing other things, like using toys, then they have to pay extra for it. And I send the, um, the video in their inbox. Sweet. Now, since we go back and we, you know, can damn near family, wouldn't I get like a passcode or something? <laughs> I'll think about it. <laughs> That's a hard no. <laughs> <laughs> Help me get through quarantine, goddamn. <laughs> I need some stuff to get through quarantine. I'm running out of all my stuff. <laughs> she has a option. She just told you. Yeah, what option? <laughs> I was... What? Oh, have mercy. What did you say, Karen? Yeah, what, what did she say? She has a paid option. She just told you. There's a whole yeah, paid option. Yeah, that's what I was trying to get around. Don't you know I want to get the news <laughs> without the paid option? Bring <laughs> food from her boyfriend's mouth. I mean, some things you just got to do because it's right. It's the right thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> Good God almighty. Now, did you? so you grew up where now again? Boston. Yeah, Boston. No, have you been? How's your family in Boston and all of them? How they uh, taking all this? I'm sorry, what? How are they taking all this coronavirus and shit like that? They all right? Well, when I spoke to my mom, she told me she was still going into work. Oh. My dad's retired. What does your mother do? Is she a nurse? <laughs> no, she actually does billing for the Revere newspaper. I can't even believe that newspaper still exists. And she had to go into the office to do the billing. Yeah, what? she went into the office. That's crazy. That's the, maybe that's maybe great. Maybe to, to get away from my dad. Oh, yeah, that's really the reason. Now <laughs> it makes sense. <laughs> the, the company's like, we've been closed. <laughs> Meanwhile, your mother over there getting out the house. And they, how long your parents been married? Um. Oh, my God, it's been so long. I don't know exactly how long, but I know I have an old, older sister, and she's 35. I think okay. somewhere around there. And how does your sister think about, what she think about your OnlyFans and all that? Has she seen some of the news and some of the stuff you do? 
<laughs> I don't show her my nudes, but I tell my sister everything. Right. Like when I was 12, I sent out a slutty photo to a guy in my high school or <laughs> middle school, whatever I was when I was 12. <laughs> I think that's middle school. Right. Middle school going into ninth grade, whatever. Um, and I told her about it. <laughs> and she never told my parents, but they ended up finding out anyway. <laughs> and um, my parents are actually really religious. My dad's a minister. Oh, my God. Do we know that? No, I don't think we know that. Wait a minute. <laughs> I don't think first, I ever told you guys that. That I did not know that. So what are they, <laughs> do they, do they are they, like, very supportive or are they weird about your career? Uh, well, I don't really talk to them about it. Right. When I'm back in Boston, I see my mom. Like, we go to dinner and stuff. I don't really spend right. time with my dad. And I don't even know if they know the extent of what I do. I know that my mom knows that when I was 18, I started doing photo shoots and the photos were non-nude, but they were very sexual. And I don't think she liked that very much. When I was still so, living at home, when I was still living at home, she would like stalk my Twitter and my Instagram. <laughs> to see what you was up to. I would do the same thing as a concerned parent. Now, why were, what kind of sexy 12-year-old pictures did you... What, 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 12? What were you doing in the picture, in the photo? Well, I had, like, a hand bra, and I was wearing a thong, so you couldn't really see anything. I was just, like, off to the side. Right. <laughs> that is a felony. That's a felony. <laughs> well, I sent it to a guy my own age. I have a question. If yeah. Someone, have a Who question. did he share with is the question. Yeah. Well, if you send someone a nude it, when you're underage and you're both underage and then you both get older and he still has that nude of you underage, it, does it become a crime? I, maybe. Yeah, I think that's a crime. I don't think you can do that. <laughs> like you got to get rid of it. It's like somehow yeah. that 12-year-old picture of her ended up in the Epstein case. <laughs> 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 Holy moly. So what made you, like, what drove you to, like, when do you realize, hey, I think I'm sexy, and I'm going to take some photos? At 12. Nine? <laughs> I think nine. She probably ain't waiting for the camera until she got 12. I don't but know. I guess you... in, in middle school, because I always wanted to do modeling, so I knew right. when I was 18, I wanted to try for Playboy and that sort of stuff. Does it when ever you were 16. You people are like, does it bother you when people are like, oh, this is so um, damaging to women. Like, women shouldn't be sexualized or, like, have a career like that. But, like, some women are just good at it and, like, want to do that. Like, some, some yeah, women are like, oh, yeah. Are you there? Sorry, my, my battery notification popped up, so I, oh. I went blank for a second. Oh, okay. So, so do, do you get pushback from people saying that women shouldn't do this or... Uh, degrading to women, other women. But like feminists specifically, like you know, feminists would be like, women should do whatever, and it's like, I don't know, some women are great at it. Yeah. Yeah, sure. I've gotten a lot of mean comments. I know in high school, people, uh, girls didn't like me, and they would always call me. I'm glad to see that. Even though, even though I was a virgin until I was seventeen. Well, they didn't like the way their boyfriends was looking at you prancing around in there. Probably. I wasn't the most uh, yeah. conservatively dressed girl in high school. <laughs> there we go. You have booty shorts on in here. Did they have a dress code at your school? 
Um, yeah, I don't, doesn't every school have a dress code? Did they, did they, uh, like enforce it? Because apparently they did not. If you go and do that with Daisy Dukes. I tried to get past the school dress code. I would just, I don't know, like I would wear like crop tops and I would just tie a jacket around my waist and then I would take it off at certain times. <laughs> and I used to wear heels. Uh, I used to wear freaking heels in high school instead of sneakers. Right, yeah. Like, I had who does that? I had a couple <laughs> girlfriends who did that. They always, in even school? in college, freshman year, they always had senior year in high, high school, college, they always had on, they had purses and high heel shoes. Right. And they were just like, we fashion. And I was like, okay, they always was fly, but it was like always, they got beat from the other girls, but the other girls wasn't doing that. Well, no yeah, they used to call me high heel girl. <laughs> they could have been more creative with the fucking names. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know how to walk in high heels. I'm not very good at it. So you was just uh, stumbling around like an injured stalk? <laughs> <walking his> <laughs> yeah, they used to make fun of the way I walked. Uh, I'm sure. And how many boys? Did you get into uh, beef with girls because their boyfriends wanted to taste? Um... There was this one guy who I used to go to his house and we kind of just made out. And I think one girl got very jealous because when she found out, we were in the lunch line and she pushed me. <laughs> she, pushed <laughs> she pushed me right in That's front of him. Like pushed, right in front of him, did she push you on the ground or? No, I didn't fall to the ground. She just gave me a shove. Girls are so mean to other girls. Wow. And you was like, what the fuck you do that for, bitch? Something like that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't did push back, I don't think. Hang on, I'm plugging my phone in. And you were a tiny little girl, too. So was this girl much, Jesus Christ, was this girl about bigger than you? Um, About the same size. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, was it more of that later on in school, or did you stop uh, messing with the boy after she uh, pushed you down? Um, I found out the guy had a girlfriend, so that's why I stopped seeing him. The girl but who pushed you really to the ground to... wasn't the girl? No, she wasn't the girl. But um, I don't think I really got into any fights after that in high school. I never got into any fist fights or anything serious like that. I feel like we were the right. same size in high school and had very different experiences. <laughs> what? I feel like we were the same size in high school and had very different experiences. Like, I was little. Like, I was a little girl. <laughs> but I did not wear heels or look as much <laughs> until I was, like... Karen had a back brace. <laughs> yeah, I was a back brace baby. And <laughs> back braids and bangs, and I was growing out my bangs, but I wouldn't just like clip them back. I just made them bigger and bigger. <laughs> I was different. Did you get into fights in high school? No. Oh my god, no! Holy shit, no! I was like reading. I was, they pitied her. I was. I would skip class and go to the library, or I would schedule extra classes. I was like one of those kids that had lunch every other day because I'd put an elective in there, like. No, I did not get in fights. I mean, honestly, getting fights means that you have friends. <laughs> so that would have been nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I guess you don't have no friends. Twice. You passed twice? Yeah, only twice. 
Wait, what happened? I've only skipped tw class twice. What was it for? Just to. Did I lose? There we go. With my friend. She was right. like, Do you want to skip class? And I was like, Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I was scared. I remember my, my sister, my oldest, uh, one of my older sisters, she the one who taught me how to skip. <laughs> she says, don't do it a lot or your ass going to get in trouble. But yeah, even my mother, my mother was a teacher and an educator. She was like, if some days we didn't want to go to school, we ain't have to go to school. But we always got to get all A's. <laughs> it's like, if you think you can pull it off, yeah, but if you don't, you ain't missing shit. <laughs> Yeah, my parents were so my parents were so hard on us. We had to we it was like an all A's, you're going to school, you know, whatever. But there was one workaround, which is if we just didn't feel well ever, like if we had like a sniffle or whatever, everything stopped, rules don't apply, eat whatever you want, skip school. So like because they were so strict the whole rest of the time, that makes kids so sneaky. <laughs> like they just taught us sneak. Yeah. Because we had to figure out how to get around these rules. So if we had this, I remember once <laughs> I told my mom I wasn't feeling well. So it's like in middle school. And I was like, oh, I just, oh, like I really can't go. She was like, okay, cool. And then she came home in the middle of the day when I wasn't ready. <laughs> and <laughs> I'd been eating crunch bars on the couch. <laughs> and I ate like dozens of crunch bars because I didn't think she was going to be home. And I was like, that's a great, great time. And she gets home and she's like, <laughs> hey, Karen, what's in your mouth? <laughs> and I was like, nothing. She goes, what's in your hand? And I just show her just a melted bar, <laughs> trying to be all sneaky. <laughs> like we learned sneak, but not like good, proper sneaking. <laughs> yeah, not good, proper sneak. No. Now, how's the, uh, now, has it been, uh, Sarah, since you've been out there in Pittsburgh, have it, has it been any uh, protests? You've seen some of the Black Lives protesters and all that kind of stuff happening out there? I haven't seen any of the protests. Like, is it on the news? Or? Oh, like in the news, yeah. But, but I'm I saying never... new, local news, like local news, like in Pittsburgh itself, but on the news. Um, I mean, I don't watch the news. I just, I kind of get my news from Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I believe you. <laughs> <laughs> so you haven't, you haven't been seeing any pro, like a, a protest or hearing people chanting or marching outside in Pittsburgh? No, I haven't seen it. I just heard of it. Right. It seems like, uh, what, did they shut the city down at any at any point? Did they have, like, riots, anything? I'm, they I did shut really... down for a weekend. Okay. Uh, they, what, they boarded up stores, or was it just, they just closed businesses, not boarded up? No, we just had a curfew. Mm -hmm. Right. Oh, okay, yeah, the curfew, right. Oh, my God, the conspiracies were flying. And who's... What? Remember when they had a curfew in New York and, like, everybody's conspiracy radar was just, like, going off a million times? We're like, it's the, oh, yeah. it's the government, and they're trying to do, like, remember it was, like, uh, like people were like, oh, it's, like, a social experiment, and this is, like, the new, like, Third Reich. They're shutting everything down. They're going to tell us what to do or when to go to bed. And um, they had to undo the curfew because it was like, it was just, you just can't curfew people here for like more than a couple days. You know what the America's problem is? Our downfall is going to be our freedom. We feel like we're so free to do everything and we, we're so free that we're going to kill ourselves. It's like when you see somebody walking to the edge of a cliff and you be like, hey, hey, man, watch out. There's a cliff over there. Be like, this. don't impinge. 
impinge on my freedom. If I want to see the edge of the cliff, I can see it. Well, you know what? I was talking to my British friend, and she said that, like, so in England, they, like, don't give a fuck, really. They're, like, kind of doing whatever they want. But they made a thing where you, if you go into a store, you have to write down your name and address. So in case you have COVID and, like, you go somewhere and people get it, they can trace you. Oh, yeah, they're doing that in Mars, yeah. Well, she was like, they should do that they, in New York. They're doing that in New York. They're they, doing that in New York. No, they're not. They're doing that in New York. Some bars that I went to, they're doing that in New York. Some bars that I went to, just like uh, Four Face Liar, for example. If you're not a regular there, you got to sign the book if you want to use the bathroom. Oh, shit. I you can't come in and just use the bathroom. You got to sign a book and put down your information if you want to come inside and use the bathroom. Because just in case they do kick off, they can track everybody who was in there. That's what South Korea did. And that's why they nipped this shit in the bud real fast. And South Korea got the same amount of People, it's like Florida, and Florida is going down the tubes. Hard. Yeah, it's going down. Going to Florida now. I can't can't believe that. Like, you guys gotta want to give it like a minute. Yeah, everything. But you see, like baseball's back, and basketball's back, and yeah, but do NHL they have next week. Yeah, but with audiences, or is it just like they're no. There's no audiences, but people still, you know, a couple of people still testing positives here and there, but not a big thing. I thought a lot of people were testing positive, like in sports. They did, but now that they isolated everybody. Okay. Um, uh, I just heard like a couple of people in the back office for some team got it. But as far as like players, uh, I didn't hear any baseball players got it yet. Like since they started playing again. I thought like a bunch of basketball players got it. I thought there were like dozens yeah. of people that got sick. Yeah, basketball players got it early on, but I, I haven't heard about anybody down in that facility down in Orlando when now that they got all the teams. Yeah. I didn't hear about anybody down there getting sick, I don't believe. Well, baseball is a fresh air sport. Like it's a, baseball is a social distance sport. You literally play it by social distancing from everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> plus, by the way, nobody watched. Yeah, no, and plus, no, everyone hates baseball. I love baseball, though. <laughs> I just think that it's risky, but they take, you know, I think they've taken the right precautions with this, but see, everybody don't have what the NBA players have. Just If they get sick, they, first of all, they can get their test results one day. You, it ain't, as a regular citizen, you can't go nowhere and do that shit. Mm-hmm. You got to wait a week or two to get your, and by the time you get it, it don't matter again because you need another test because you've been around a week or two or more people. But the NBA and, and uh, NFL, all these guys are going to have the test where their test is right there. You get the results right away. There's more expensive tests, but they they gonna use it for you know the what they think deem the more expensive people. <laughs> and that ain't us. Have you guys gotten your tests? What? Have you gotten your tests? I haven't had any tests. I haven't had the antibody test, and I haven't had the COVID test. I'm curious. Yeah. I'm curious too, but I didn't do it yet. Uh, I know a friend of mine did it, and they didn't have, and I was around them a lot. Really? So I was like, you go take your test. That's how I, uh, I do uh, any sexual transmitted diseases test too. I'd be like, I ain't gonna go get tested, but I'm a uh, you. I bang you raw, so you go get tested for all of us. <laughs> You're a super spreader. <laughs> if I have to, if I take a super spreader, out of all the people I know, it would be Sherrod. <laughs> what about you? I said, said I'm. Have I gotten tested? Yeah. I don't know if I should. Mason kind of wants me to get tested before I go. But if I'm going to go there, then it's like on the way there, I could catch 
catch it, you know? So why would I get tested before I go there? So that's one way to look at it. <laughs> the other way to look at it is like you could be infecting everybody on your way there. <laughs> you could be asymptomatic. Well, I wear a mask, so I don't think I would be infecting anybody. Well, the chance of them getting it, if they're wearing a mask and I'm wearing a mask, is a lot lower. Right, and when people wear masks, that's what I always like people, because you can put the mask on, but you know that mask is coming off periodically through the day. Like, when it's time to sneeze, what do you do? You, I'm not sneezing in my mask, so now I got to breathe boogers back in. <laughs> and when I sneeze, I'm sneezing like I regularly sneeze. I'm not mask sneezing. Yeah, everybody's like... Sometimes I forget I have my mask on. Like sometimes when I go to the urinal in the bathroom, the pee, and usually when I pee, I like spit in the stream. That's what all the dudes do. True. We like to spit in our pee stream. So elderly. <laughs> and I forgot I had my mask on. I was like this. Oh shit, my spit ain't working. Oh, I'm gonna. <laughs> so then I have to get rid of that mask. These are so crazy. These are so different. <laughs> Can you guys see me? I don't know what happened. I got disconnected. I don't see you, and it's breaking my heart. You're a video. There she is. There she is. Yeah, mine clicked out and clicked on a couple times. Uh, you're sideways. I'm sideways? Yeah. There you go. Yay. Yay. <laughs> so That's what's this for you, Sarah? Like, if this goes on for a while, are you just going to do, like, OnlyFans, photo shoots? Like, is there, do you have a plan to, like, expand or whatever? Like, do you know what I mean? Is there, like, a business plan for COVID? Well... I'm mostly focusing on my OnlyFans anyway, mm -hmm. but I still plan to do photo shoots and, of course, only if they're paying me. Of course. Right. There was one shoot photo shoots I did. now. Huh? You, you got to do everything. You got to do everything yourself. A lot of places are actually sending you the equipment, a camera, tripod, mics, whatever, because now you got to be the engineer, the cameraman, the sound guy, and the model and some of this stuff. Have you found that your experience? No one's asked me to do that, but I have heard of some people doing that. Um, actually, there was one shoe where I felt uncomfortable because there were so many people there. It was actually um, my friend here in Pittsburgh actually shoots his own um, indie films, and they're like B-rated horror films that he puts on Amazon Prime. And okay. I agreed to do it. Um, this is the third time that I worked with this guy, and I agreed to do it because because it pays. So right. I didn't really know the details of how many people were going to be there. I thought it was only going to be a couple of people. So right. I get there and there's like a whole group of people. There's like, probably what, like 10? 10 people. Yeah, like 10 people in his house and, and cramped in a small room all filming together. And, you know, um, I felt uncomfortable with that. So if I knew yeah. that, I probably wouldn't have done it. Yeah, that sounds weird. Now, wait, send people in a small little cramped place and they were all helping him record you or they were getting recorded? Or what? Well, they were also acting in the film, too. Okay. And also doing a movie like that, he has us um, get killed in the end. So right. he does things like, like he gets very close to us. He like does this and, you know, he gets close. Like he pulls out our arm, right. <laughs> pulls out our shirt. <laughs> That's kind of, and this was post COVID. Now, when did this happen? This happened since the lockdown? This happened about a month ago. Oh, see, that's not good. 
And nobody yeah. in that room had on a mask. What? Nobody had masks and distance. There's no distancing and mask wearing in there. No. I felt like the people who, um, the people who weren't um, filming at the moment, they could have wore masks while they were in the other room. Right. The camera. Right. Why all this crowded that little, you might have it. 10 people, like 12 people crammed in with some little room filming some shit all day. Well, it was a month ago, so I don't think I have it. And this was in Pittsburgh as well? Yeah, that was in Pittsburgh. Oh, that's a month ago. But that's still some dangerous situations. I see, I wouldn't put myself in a, I couldn't risk it. I would hate to have to do all this to fucking distancing and fucking quarantining for five months now. And then now get it. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I really don't want to get sick. No, I, my doctor was like, look, people with Crohn's don't have a higher risk or whatever than other people, but it's nasty and you don't want it. And people have stuff like they don't, we just discovered this. So they don't know what it does to you long term. And remember, we long. have, what's her name? Our friend, friend of the show, Sherrod, who was on here that sweet lady who had her spine ripped out and put back into her body. She has a kid. She's not a comic. She's a regular lady. She's been on the show a bunch of times. Remember we had her like during the pandemic? Beth. Oh yeah, Beth Joy. Beth Joy, friend of the show. And she is like, you know, in her 40s or whatever. She had COVID. Yeah. And she was telling us like a month out. She was like, I can't breathe properly. My lung capacity, whatever. You know, they, they it affects your brain and your organs. Like people are either like, oh my God, I'm going to die. Or they're like, it's not a big deal. But actually what's scary is that it's somewhere in the middle. Like if you, you probably will be okay, but you're not going to be all the way okay. And that is so right. terrifying. And plus they don't know how this is going to affect your lungs and your respiratory system long term because nobody really knows. You could be so okay you could, now, but like it's going right. to take years off your life, right? Like what yep. if you, you're like, oh, okay, I'm fine. I had it and I'm fine. And then when you're 60, 70, you are not okay. And you're like, oh my God, yeah. when I was 30, I had fucking COVID. Like that's horrifying. That's like a horror movie to me. Yeah, yeah. That's the scariest part because the long-term effects and it's a degenerative disease. That's what he's saying. That that's what it does to the lungs. It fucking kills your lungs. I know. And so we don't know how long that's gonna like. You can stop getting the symptoms and stuff, but you don't know how you how we don't know how that's your lungs and your respiratory system is gonna deteriorate over the years due to it. And we won't know that for fucking ten years, fifteen yeah, years at least. We're not going to know it until our generation, and by our, I mean me and Sarah, and then your generation a little sooner, <laughs> um, <laughs> gets older. It's going to be like a 20, 30-year thing. Like, we all have kids. You have grandkids. Uh, <laughs> now they have all the data, and they're like, oh, shit, it was actually really fucked up. These people should have been more careful. But that's why I think it's even a bigger risk when you got these sports, uh, like the baseball players, basketball players, because they use their lungs and respiratory more than we use ours. Dang. They're hard. They run up and down the field. It's like this is a lot of work. So even like if you're a tennis player, you see uh, uh, Djokovic got it. And he was one of the fools who threw a big party and shit, didn't believe it was a real thing, out partying with his friends. They showed him celebrating on the stage, and then he uh, came down with it. And now he's a tennis player. Now he plays at a certain level. You got to, it's a certain level of practice and, you know, stamina that your body needs. Yeah. That you don't know how that will be affected no. by this fucking thing. You know what? That could end up costing him a hundred million dollars. A million percent. No, you're right about that. It could cost people yeah. millions. I mean, so far, it, it, I have a future, potential for future uh, opportunity cost 
in the millions of dollars if I get it in the future. So I like I can't be taking risks yeah. like this and like threaten my my fortune. That'd be a fucking nightmare. What are my kids gonna eat? Millionaire <laughs> 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 guys, <laughs> fucking wake up. <laughs> It's, right? it's crazy how it's just the perfect storm. <laughs> yeah, it's really scary, and we don't fucking know. I, honestly, I don't. Here's the thing: wouldn't you feel like such an asshole if you got it at the end? If you were like a last stage COVID, yes. Or like, get the fuck out of here. You know what though? You know who's really stupid? Kids. <laughs> and by kids, I mean people who are not kids anymore, but are actually adults. Like they had this um. These, all these YouTubers and like TikTok people had this giant party out in LA and in this big house, there was like hundreds of people there. And I'll just tell you, Sarah, and like no one was wearing masks and they like filmed themselves on their Instagram lives and their TikTok lives being like, we don't fucking care, whatever. And like that to me is so fucking nuts out in LA where everybody's getting it. LA is where we were in like April. Yep. It's just, I, I just don't understand when, like, what's the anger toward the science of it? What's the anger? <laughs> like, I just want to figure out what's best for me to survive. I'm not angry either way. <laughs> wearing a mask don't make me angry. Not wearing it, it don't make me angry. I'm just want to, I just want to know what's best and I'll do that. Yeah, but like, for people like me and Sarah, like, our faces are literally our money makers and it's really painful to come uh, out in public. Like, this is how I make my fortune. So I hate putting a mask on my face and like, this is literally the point, but I'll take one for the team. Like I am on our team. Are you Karen? No, I, <laughs> I want people to see my face. <laughs> I happen, I happen to have some information of you making a last minute dash to the doctor, <laughs> but uh, during COVID to get your shit done. Uh, me? I to would get something. Huh? <laughs> No, I heard a whole bunch of y'all, uh, bitches went into some. It was when quarantine was ending, and listen. Ending? Quarantine ain't end yet. Can <laughs> I tell you it was an emergency? You think that these lips inflate themselves? Do you think that's how this works? <laughs> tell Sarah what you did. I'm sorry, what? Tell Sarah what you did, what what you did, what procedures you went through. Like, they so important. So, I, so this was, so quarantine was coming, was winding down. Things were calming down. I'm a really responsible citizen. I've always taken it really seriously. And I wear a mask and I was wearing gloves. That's how good I am. I was wearing gloves. And I have an amazing, amazing doctor. And he was like, listen, <laughs> um, he was like, listen, lips don't fill themselves, honey. So if you want, <laughs> I'm seeing people on a very exclusive basis. You're one of my VIP clients. And if you want, it was all very safe. I was the only person there. Um, it was just one-on-one. -on -one. There's no secretary or anything. Like he was doing everything himself to be really, really safe and just doing these like one-off appointments. And I was like, great. She went to go get cosmetic procedure during the quarantine. Shut up, Sarah's trying not to judge me. I was, <laughs> I was fresh off a breakup, which was hurt my heart as breakups do. I'm sure we can all understand. And my heart hurt. And I, like, medically, if you guys know anything about heartbreak, the best way to heal a broken heart is through the lips. <laughs> <laughs> With lip filler. <laughs> so, I don't know if you can tell, Sarah, but... I'm actually going to get plastic surgery soon, too. My yeah. plan is August 25th. What do you so want? I'm going for a consultation. For what? I want to get... Um, 
I want to get Botox around my eyes. I want to get a non-surgical nose job because I'm scared to go under the knife. I've never had that done before. And um, I want to get my lips done. Girl, I'm telling you, it is a life-changing. If you go to a doctor who, you see his work and you like everything, like you go, yup, 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 like all the stuff you agree with, it's gonna look amazing. It's really, like, it's a beautiful procedure. Where do you go? I, I got I her addicted to this doctor friend of mine. I go to a place called, I'll shout them out right now, they're so good, it's called Revita, and they're here in the city, and they're really amazing. Go to Dr. Berger, if you see anybody. Um, and yeah, it's all like, he's just such a professional, and their thing is like, they'll say no to you. That's what I really like, you know, because I, I don't ever want to look done. Like, I did it, I'm not doing it because anybody asked me to fucking do it or has anybody and ever commented on my face ever. I just right. felt like it and it was really beautiful. I've done it before and it adds just like a nice harmony to your face. It's just pretty and I like pretty things. And um, I was like, hey, I want to do like this much or whatever. And he was like, no, I'm going to do it in a way that looks really natural and really good. And he was totally right. And like, he's not afraid to tell me if something I want is not going to look natural or whatever. And I'm, I'm not... My aesthetic is not to have just like big fat giant slug lips, so like I'm down for that. Yeah, I want to get my lips natural. I don't want them to be big or anything. Like I would never go get them done in LA. I would only do it here in New York because just like I always get my like, hair highlighted in New York because I don't want like that fake LA giant fucking plastic. Like I never want people to be like, what did you do? Like. That's not, you know what I mean? You want to look just like pretty and like forever young. But sometimes you see these bitches get it, definitely white women. And uh, they all got the same face. They look more like the doctor's hands than what they used to look like. Well, I wouldn't. <laughs> and I think that's just. Sarah, I think that you're onto something with a non-surgical job because honestly with a nose job, you run the risk of looking like every nose job. And the non-surgical one is like not invasive. They'll just use some filler and shape it out nicely to like make it look the rest of your face and then it's really unique to you like as soon as they're going in there and breaking bones you're because they're breaking everyone's bones you're gonna get a look that's really similar to other people and like you are so beautiful and you have this like beautiful pretty young you don't want to fuck with it too much um actually another thing with the non-surgical nose job is it's only temporary so if they mess it up then right. you can just wait till it it goes away. Well, the best part about that, you don't even have to wait because if they're using hyaluronic acid fillers, you can just get it dissolved if you don't like it and then just go somewhere that does a better job. Yeah, and they also do um, permanent too. So if I like it, then I can get it done permanently. I love that. So, I feel like I'm all about that. Honestly, it's like, I feel like it's just body modification. Like I've had people give me some shit for this and it's like, and they're like, oh, do you have like low self-esteem or like, there's a, this is my favorite line. There's nothing wrong with your lips. Yeah, no, I know. I know, <laughs> I yeah, yeah. My ears pierced. I was like, there's something wrong with my ears that only an earring can fix. Like, no, I did it because it was beautiful to me. And I'm a fucking right. adult, And I'm going to do what makes me feel pretty. Right. It's like telling somebody saying, man, I got to go get a haircut. It's like, no, your hair's all right. It's like, no, I still want to get a cut, though. And <laughs> right. I don't, it's so patronizing, too. It's like, well, you don't have to do it. But... You know, I don't think there's anything wrong with me. And also, I don't think anything's wrong that... If I thought something was wrong with me, I wouldn't talk about it anymore. I don't right. have people... self-esteem about it, but I don't. Because every time you want to look a little different, it's not a case of a mental yeah. <laughs> situation always. Sometimes you just want to <laughs> do this and do that. I get that. 
And what, who, who are you to tell me where the line is, right? Like, we all go to the gym, or at least Sarah and I do. Like, <laughs> um, <laughs> I wouldn't be like, Sarah, do you think your body's effective when you go to the gym? No, of course not. You just want to look hot. So what, where would you draw the line? Like, let's take, take someone like a Rachel Dolezal who changed the color <laughs> of her skin. Now, that's on her now. I think she went far enough. <laughs> <laughs> but how come is that? How come that's different than a woman doing any other procedure on herself? Maybe I she just wanted to be browner. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think it's that wrong what she did. I think that honestly, not only did she become brown, she like did work for the community <laughs> and like learned how to braid stuff. Like, then what would you say to a young woman if she was black and say she wanted just because of the, the pressures on black women and black people, she wanted to bleach out her skin? Because that's a thing too. Women yeah, bleach their skin. Look, now I think that's a problem. I don't think that. I think that's when it, it gets. When you're doing skins like that, I think that's when it's becoming a mental thing. It, that's different, right? Because that's someone wanting to be a different person. Like, I've never changed my face that much, right? I did a but what about people who over-tan? You've got over-tanners who do the same kind of thing. But what so I would when say is, like, look, first of all, those behaviors that you're describing are really damaging, right? So lip filler, nose, whatever, that's not actually damaging to your body. It's actually totally right, fine. Right. But bleaching your skin is really, really bad for your skin. That's toxic, and it causes, you know, it can be more susceptible to the sun, gives you heart cancer, skin cancer. Like, it's really bad. It thins the skin. Over tanning is really bad. So I ask, it's like cutting. Like, why do you want to hurt yourself? I would say because I think that sometimes it can be a thin line because sometimes it's society is making you make these choices. Maybe. It's not, sometimes you might just think it's you, and it is you sometimes, but I think sometimes it's society that put these images in your head of what things should look like, but and that's what we chase. Or, but, but what do you think? Is, like, where's the line for that, right? Because I don't live, and we don't live in a vacuum, so why did I even get the idea in my head that I wanted bigger lips? It, it, I can't right. tell you it has zero percent to do with society. Like I live in society, and I see people who have the lips that I want. So I can't tell you. Oh, people go. Oh, as long as it's just for you. Well, it is just for me, but I also see it around me, and I'm like, I want. That. So I don't think it's wrong to be like, oh, I, I live in a society that tells me this is attractive, and I agree. I just want to know what's the influences, because what's influencing it could be so hidden that we don't even know. You know, like uh, the show, uh, the talk. What? She had eye surgery to make her look less Chinese. Yeah. You know that, right? They cut her eye lobes over so it'll make her eyes wide yeah. because they were slits like that before. Now, a lot of Asians give Asians pushback on that because they're like, what the fuck are you trying to do? You trying to not look like us? That's what our eyes look like. But some of the Asians who do it, they're like, I just wanted a rounder look. So I, I, maybe I want to be on TV and for them to accept me on TV. As, you know what I'm saying? I used to, when I used to teach ESL to like adults, tourists, and I, uh, one of yeah. my jobs, yeah. the school was like a lot of Asian people, and we had a lot of Koreans, and these Korean girls who were so beautiful would come in, and they are very, very looks conscious, and it's like, they kind of have to be, like when they apply for jobs over there, they need to put a picture, like, it's a big deal over there, what you look like, even, I would say, even more than here, and they all had the exact same surgery. They all had the eyes. They all had the nose. And there would be, you know, I was, I'm, you know, whatever. I'm not there to judge anybody or make anybody feel weird. Also, it's already done. What am I going to make them feel bad about it? But I was really right. careful when we were talking about that stuff to always be like, 
to always make sure that they, cause it's to look more Western. Like they would want to look more like me and they right, would yep. And I was like, but right. you are so beautiful. It's like, you know, you're in New York where everybody, you know, it's so cool here to be a little bit different. And if you have something that's a little original, yeah. special, that is so gorgeous here. So I know back home, it's a different standard of beauty or whatever. But when you're here, you can feel really good about the things that make you look Asian. Like th those are great. Right. But uh, same way when they, but so what would you say to somebody who, because sometimes I see like white, uh, white kids or white girls who hang out with only Asians and then they've got the mascara going, making them trying to look more ching. It's like, what is that? <laughs> I think when when you when I think when it comes down to those things, that's when you get on a slippery slope. Yeah. Of what are you changing for, and who are you changing for? It is. But the point of a slippery slope is that there's no hard lines, right? Like, you know, you do a thing, and it can just be for you, and it can get out of control. Like a diet can get out of control. You could become, you could have an eating disorder. Like, it's always a range. So when people right. are like, "This is bad," and this is whatever, just like when people will be like, "Oh, you shouldn't be an OnlyFans or whatever," it's like, why? I bet you sent a slutty picture to your boyfriend. Like, what's the fucking difference? Who who are you to right. Right. for people? Right. What do you think, Sarah? Um, what about OnlyFans? <laughs> like a people, <laughs> do people give you pushback about it or try to come down on you about it? Um, I mean, I've gotten mean comments on OnlyFans. I mean, um. On Instagram for my OnlyFans, I I just don't respond to the mean comments. Right, because people are just fucking miserable, and they want you to be miserable along with them. Um, I actually leave the mean comments up because it helps your engagement. The more comments and the likes that you get, then the more people are gonna see your posts. Right, right. And how how you doing with fans? You got a bunch of them. Right now, I'm at 156,000 on um, Instagram. That's crazy. What's up, man? 156,000 on Instagram? Yeah. Lord have mercy. That is real. <laughs> I mean, these photos are really getting people in there. <laughs> well, I also have some tactics to grow my following. Like what? I do shout outs with girls who have similar followings and we just exchange shout outs. So I get some of their followers and they get some of mine. Uh, okay, so y'all can like share followers like that. That's always a good way to, to sh uh, shoot it up. Yeah. God damn, 156. So these people all pay? How does it work? No, they're not paying to get into my oh, that's Instagram. Just, well, uh, no, not Instagram, but the, on the OnlyFans, they pay for time and stuff. Yeah, so right now my subscription is $20 to get in, and okay. I'll talk to them one-on-one, -on -one and I don't respond to my DMs on Instagram, so they have to go to my OnlyFans if they want to talk to me, and they have okay. so it's a pretty good deal. <laughs> you seem to be smiling, making money. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Are you making money? Are you making good money doing this? Yeah, I'm not rich off of it yet. Hopefully but you're on your way, goddammit. You'll be <laughs> on your way. <laughs> now, who's like, who's some of the big, big names on uh, OnlyFans that you go, goddamn, look how much money this bitch making? Um, I know Danny Daniels, who's a friend of the show. She makes a lot on that, too. Okay. 
I know some girls, uh, they charge like $5 entry fee. And I feel like that really works for some of them. But I've thought about trying it out. But if I'm going to do something like that, I'm not going to post full nudes on the main page. I'll just post lewds. So they're not getting everything for just $5. Yeah. And if they want to see more, right. then they have to tip me. And I'll send it to them privately on, in the DMs on OnlyFans. So I might try that what out. A mercy, delicious. Maybe that'll work better. How do you grow an OnlyFans? Like, so you can grow an Insta, but like, what about OnlyFans? How do you like actually like move people more into there? Well, I promote it all the time on Instagram. Every day on my story, I, I try to update a few days, I mean, a, a few times a day and tell them to swipe up and I'll, I'll write things like, I just posted a new photo on there, swipe up, uh, swipe up if you want to see me spread. Um, yeah. So I just, I write stuff like that. And I also do <laughs> that they send me a tip. I'll put the screenshot on my story and I'll say, come find out what he's tipping for. Mm. I also, I delete photos too. So I don't keep a backlog. Mm. So then the people who unsubscribe and then they want to come back a few months later because they think that they're getting all those other months of content. Right. Right. So I, I delete the backlog. <laughs> oh. They can't get it for free. They have to stick right. around. Good. Right. Brilliant. <laughs> See, little shit like that is genius. I didn't even know that for the longest time. And I'm like kicking myself over it because I notice people just signing back up months later and then they get it. They get all my stuff. Oh. Now, who taught you that? Did you see you like? Did somebody give you a heads up on that? Or that's something that you just realized yourself. No, I just realized it because all these people came back, and you know they're getting all my stuff. I just like hearing you say "getting all my stuff." <laughs> <laughs> you sexy son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so wow, all right. So you have to delete the old ones, so when they come back, they don't have that backlog. They have to get all the new stuff. Right, so I've been just um, once a day. I'll post a picture and then I'll delete a picture. Mm -hmm. Okay, right. keep it going. But you know what's interesting to me is that nobody wants to talk on there. It's like they're just signing up to see my nudes, but I get all these DMs on Instagram from men that are just like, "Hey, what's up? We should hang out sometime." And so you I got never my really get messages <laughs> on OnlyFans. Like I'll try to talk to them too. I'll be like. Hey, how are you? How was your day? And I just don't really get a conversation with a lot of them. <laughs> because they're too busy jerking off. They ain't got a free hand to type. <laughs> I try to message them once a day and I'll, I'll just write stuff like, good morning. How are you? And it's like, you guys wanted me to talk to you for free on Instagram and now you guys paid for my site. So why aren't you guys talking? How do I get these guys to talk? Because Maybe they're I'll, nervous I'll or they think it... They might I'll not think it's really all you. the subscribers, and it, it'll be like, why won't I get a response from everybody, or almost right. everybody? Uh, yeah, that is weird. Maybe that's that's maybe they don't think it's really you talking to them. Why wouldn't it really be me if I'm if I'm promoting it on my Instagram? Well, do you? Right. Maybe they think I have a manager. Do you do live streams where you can just talk into the camera and have people right. like, like Twitch where they, you can like see people's comments or like Instagram live and like, but not on Instagram. Do you know what I mean? So like people can talk to you that way and you can just respond in real time. 
Yeah, but they have to be online at the moment to to be a part of the live. So it doesn't really make sense to do it. I I realized like, I mean, I don't know what would I do for a live on OnlyFans. I don't know. I don't. I just be nude. I'm already nude on there anyway. Well, what if you? I have an idea. What if you did something like like a YouTube type thing? Like, have you ever done a mukbang? A what? A mukbang. It's like this. So it's like a Korean thing, but it's like people will just eat a shit ton of food just live. Oh yeah. People would pay to see you that. I would pay to see you that. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that. I don't know if that's my audience. Do you think that people would sign up to see me eat? I think that if people subscribe to see you and they to see you nude, and it's not just you, Sarah. It's like there's a lot of girls doing it, so they like you personally. Like they like you, they like how you look, they like your personality. So they would want. I think that people who are into you would be down for you. Like if you're like, right. hey, I'm gonna wear something like I'm wearing now, and like just talk to you and be like cute, Sarah, and eat all a shit ton of food. Like there's something actually kind of intimate about watching someone consume food in front of you especially if it's private like you could schedule it and be like hey like at this date at this time i'm gonna go live i'm doing like a mukbang i'm gonna be wearing this swipe up to sign up or whatever and then they know to be online at that time and it's like you guys get to hang out and you're like being sexy and cute well they can also do custom videos of me so if they pay my fee for a custom then i'll do what Oh, almost anything they want. <laughs> <laughs> Am I the only one with a full boner right now? <laughs> <laughs> How much is a custom? Or does it, it really make- depends on what they want. Yeah, right. What's your limit? This guy just wants me to uh, smoke, smoke cigarettes on video, and it's not even nude, so I don't really oh, charge really? much for that. Okay. All right, you should charge a lot. Some guys must want you to touch your pussy, though, right? (laughs) Some guys want you to touch your pussy, though, right? Yeah, most guys just want to see me have an orgasm. Yeah, that's my crew. That's the crew I roll with. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's me and my boys. (laughs) And how much did that run somebody? It depends how long they want it. And sometimes I'll... I'll do like a discount if they've been loyal, if they stayed with me for a while and they keep buying from me. Right. What's your Give little extra? Like, what, what is something that you're just like, you know what? No, I'm not doing this. Oh, there's a lot of things. I mean, <laughs> I don't do boy, girl, and- What do you have? I used to, but I don't want to do that anymore. Yum. I just feel like the people I want to sign up for my OnlyFans should just be happy to see my cat. Yeah. (laughs) And the ones who demand more are usually the guys who aren't really going to spend and they're not grateful for the work you do. Right. They're just trying to get something from you. Yeah. You find that people are generally pretty respectful. Like, they're like, you're providing a service that I really want and I really respect you for it. Um... I've gone a lot of guys who aren't very respectful. Right. Like this one guy asked for like something extra and he was like, um, when I told him I charge extra for that, then he told me that, well, you can just keep it because there's girls that are better than you. Great. Then why are you here? Yeah, beat it, <laughs> dummy. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever banned yeah, them or like blocked them? 
But that hurts though sometimes. Even when the you know people you don't know say some slick shit to you, like this, fuck you then. But then later on you're like this. Oh. <laughs> you know what really bothers me is if people try to get stuff from me on demand. Like if they want to do a Skype session, I tell them you have to do it. You have to schedule it a few hours in advance at least. <laughs> I can't just be on call for you. I could be out. So yeah, but when you got a boner, that, you get... expect me to be on call. And then when I tell them that they have to schedule it in advance, they never do. Because his dick is hard right now. He he just he got a boner right now. He trying to. Well, he, he has to, to get schedule it done now. his boner. That's the hardest thing to do. Well, let me tell I could cook a turkey easier. Let me tell you about something about boners. There's more. <laughs> There's <laughs> more, more where that came from. Yeah, they don't like expire. You know what I mean? Like you can be hard later. <laughs> but when you hard now, that's all you thinking about. You ain't thinking about hard next Wednesday. Well, uh, <laughs> you know, damn about next Wednesday when you got a bone in now. <laughs> The last thing you care about is what's going on next week around this time. <laughs> Three hours, you're gonna be fine. Grow up. That boner controls everything. You know. So do you um do you ever see yourself doing full movies? Because you don't do movies, right, Sarah? No, I don't want to do porn. I want to do more mainstream stuff. I want to yeah. do reality TV. Mm -hmm. Good. I think that's smart. Okay, I got. It. Uh, you ever see the show Summer House? No, I've never seen it. What happened? We never will. He's just outdoors <laughs> on oh. like outside. <laughs> Hello, is my dad? Do you ever see the show Summer House? There, the camera's running. Thanks. Yeah, we can't see. Carry that. That's yes. I never saw it. Okay, she's still it. Okay, yeah, it's one of the, it's a big show now. So I guess it's MTV or whatever, E or Bravo, whatever's on. Yeah. But it's like a, just you know, fr some friends go to some summer house. Uh, uh, Hannah's on it too. Hannah uh, Burner, who was on uh, my small ball show, who was great. She was on, and she did race wars too, didn't she? Yep. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, she's great. But yeah. that show, she got she got like fucking two hundred thousand followers or whatever, just from that dumb show that just came on six months ago. <laughs> Yeah, so are you looking to do something like that in the future? That's what you want to do, Sarah? It's a reality show? Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, I want to do, like, anything for reality TV. Well, almost anything. <laughs> I won't do anything. I think you'd be good on a show like that. Summer House. What? Summer House is all bikinis, and they there for the whole, like, two months or whatever. There's taping, and some guys, some people making out, some ain't. My hand is hilarious on it. Is it like the real world? Kinda, yeah, kinda. But with Summer House, real world. It's like, it's kind of like, uh, you know how they have the spinoff of The Bachelor, like pa Bachelor in Paradise? Yeah. Yeah. It's like that shit. It's like you're not getting roses and dismissed, but it's like everybody hanging out in the house now. And let's see who fucks or don't fuck or argue or throw stuff. But the ratings are big. Yeah, I saw the show X on the Beach once, and that's on MTV, and that kind of sounds like that. X on the Beach? Yeah. But they put uh, people X's on the beach with them? Yeah. Those shows are always like, oh, we're going to take you to an island, but here's the surprise. Your ex-girlfriend is here. I was like, what? <laughs> I'd rather be on Rikers Island. <laughs> I'd go to the beach for the next any day. You what? I'd go to the beach with Nex any day. That's the perfect person to go to the beach with. Like, let's do this and then not talk again for five months. This is perfect. 
Oh, the sun is coming up now, goddammit. It was oh, overcast. Speaking of the beach, beach right up the block. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to be on that beach. I mean, it's not a bad life, man. I ain't going to lie, y'all niggas. That's not bad. Except for not the bad life. Wi-Fi and weird audio. Oh, yeah, the audio. I, I'm trying to put the Bluetooth on out here, but it don't work for on this for a second. The mess out here. Look, what it, it was a storm last night. It was storming. It broke shit up. It's a broken fucking flower plant. The umbrella was out the thing laying over here. The, I ain't here for this kind of stuff. And that's why I need slaves. <laughs> <laughs> the umbrella's not why the Wi-Fi's not working. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think? Are we gonna are you gonna come back to the city? When you say you're coming back to New York City, Sarah? I'm coming back August weeks? 9th. When? You know, my birthday's the 15th, so. Oh, yeah, I got my, 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 my annual uh, 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 birthday show podcast. Uh, Danny Daniels coming and, uh, and uh, uh, Southern, what's her name? All the fucking girls that uh, Lane, Laney hook up for me. Yeah. It's all the porn so, girls come for my birthday. It's in person? Birthday. Yeah, it's in person. This one's, yeah. Hopefully, I don't think this year is going to be in person because all the shit going on, but it'll still be good to see all these Zoom bitches. It'll just be me and a uh, a, a screen full of Zoom titties. <laughs> yeah, Lainey told me that last year that she invited me, but I had something going on. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. Oh, so you missed my... Uh-huh. Oh. That's messed up. I forget what That's I had going up. on, but it must have been a, like a paid job or something. Oh, that was so savage. I'm so glad you said that. Wow. <laughs> Why is that savage? Wow, so I got to throw you a couple dollars? Because <laughs> <laughs> I would because <laughs> goddamn it, this tell me what is in it. <laughs> no, you gotta come and be on that show. If you're around this, I think it's gonna be on the twelfth this year, uh, August twelfth. Yeah, I'll come. Mm. Maybe. You're looking good. Your boobs look bigger. They look bigger. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the angle. It might the be the top. Angle. That's why Cameron went that top. That's why Cameron went that top because that top is like yeah, with the slices on the side and in the front. <laughs> Gotta let them taste breathe. <laughs> yeah, it's a nice top. <laughs> it's a solid top, goddamn. All right, well, this was a great show. I'm sorry, I was getting too uh <laughs> down, penis. <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> <laughs> so where can people like get up with your, your OnlyFans and all that? Where can they find you? Go to my Instagram, Sarah underscore Rusi, and my OnlyFans link is in my bio. Nice. That's delicious. And um, how is your boyfriend handling not being around? I would go crazy not being able to put my head up inside of you. <laughs> he misses me a lot. I'm sure he does, goddammit. We've been talking on the phone like three times a day now. Right. It's not the same, though. It's talking face to puss. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> He's a good dude. So make sure you tell him we said what up. Yeah, tell him. Okay, I will. And you, so you say you're coming back to New York in a couple weeks now? Yeah, I think it's only eight days now. August oh, 9th. Awesome. Oh, that's right, the 9th, yeah. Yeah, so you'll be, yeah, you'll be around. How long do you want to stay in New York? Do you know yet or you don't? I don't know, a few weeks. I want to okay, visit so, yeah. Boston. You Boston? 
I want to visit Boston. Oh, yeah, see the fam. I understand. Yeah. All right, this has been a great show. It's hot as hell out here now. Uh, this, is what have been, this has been a great show. Cameron, want to do some pluggy plug downs? Yeah, so I, fuck, I can't promote it. Um, <laughs> I'm doing shows. <laughs> I'm doing shows and you can, I, I can't like really promote because like everything's kind of on the DL right now because people don't want to get there. don't want to get busted for putting on shows, but uh, you can find me on Instagram and may, I'll try to post the stories or you can DM me and ask. Um, and I'll give you a heads up. It's Karen, K-E-R-E-N, Marvel, I'm so sorry. That sounds like a whole bunch of nonsense. Oh, we're going to fix it. On Instagram, Twitter, tick the talk. I don't really talk, but whatever. And I write on Quora. Anybody cares, you don't. And yeah, I got nothing out of that. Come say hi. Is that true? You guys really <laughs> that sucks. All right. Well, we're working uh, on <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing out of that. Make sure you check out Small Ball on Apple Music and Spotify, Sports Comedy Show. We got some really good episodes uh, logged in, so make sure you check that out with MC Row. And then, um, yeah, me and Pete Lee, Leedy, Petey, Petey, Leedy. We got our annual birthday uh, show. We usually do it at the Comedy Cellar. Now we're doing that Nowhere Comedy Club. So people can just get the Zoom information. It's going to be Nowhere Comedy Club, August 7th, I guess. <laughs> it's one of those days. But go to uh, Nowhere Comedy Club and just look up the date. It's me and Pete Lee uh, birthday show next week. And then I'll be with Soljo doing that live show. First live show that I've done since March is going to be outside in Royster, Pennsylvania. Royster, Pennsylvania. And uh, it'll be outside show. This show will be really dope. I know Mike Vecchione did it before. And uh, I think Andy and some, a couple of people have done this show. And I, I trust uh, Joel because he's been a great promoter for so long. And I, I trust him to keep us safe and distance and paid so i'll be doing that show go to souljoecomedy.com and uh just check out the dates i think that's on uh august 7th it's a tuesday so whatever that is it's next week i think but make sure you come out if you're in royster pennsylvania it's gonna be a a show i hear a lot of people and i'll be staring clear of all of them (laughs) so yeah everybody have fun yeah great thank you so much good time yeah thank you for having me yes sarah i miss you Awesome. You, you, you family now. Your family. Oh. We're gonna put this episode on YouTube. So you guys can check. I, in fact, I highly recommend it. <laughs> check us all out on YouTube. Sarah's wearing a fucking fire. And um, yeah, we're gonna link everybody's social on YouTube as well. So come check us out and say hi. That's right. Check out the YouTube videos, man. It's always good. Love you guys. Love you guys so much. See you next week. Thanks for having me. Thanks, babe. I'll talk to you later.